Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast, Night and Moon. I am Tanner Knight, and joined with me, as always, is the lovely and talented Gabby Luna Knight, my lovely wife. <laughs> that was <laughs> I, what? <laughs> I did that in the wrong order. But. I like it. I like it. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yes, and joined with us also, as always, is Jack. Jack. Smokey's here in spirit, but he's in his bed. It's warmer there. Mm-hmm. He he has a heating pad on his bed, just for him. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty swanky for old Smokey. Yeah, he needs it. He deserves it. Thank you. He deserves <laughs> it. That's beautiful. <laughs> it's true. So we've got a, a couple of different topics that we'd like to talk about today. First of all, we'd like to just bring you up to speed on what we're watching and taking <laughs> in and enjoying and not good so shows. much enjoying. Good shows. <laughs> yeah, good shows and, and maybe some bad content out there most likely no current shows have we been watching like shows that everyone's watching <laughs> probably not <laughs> we're slightly behind we're watching 2018 content yeah well probably 2020 i think by oh, season okay. three which we're referring to narcos yes which is uh, a netflix series and there there are two kind of separate narcos entities there's the first narcos which takes place in Colombia and features Pablo Escobar and a bunch of other fun Colombians. And then the second one is the one that Gabby likes better. Yes. Narcos, Mexico. Mexico. It's just the accents. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's one thing that we talk about frequently is how it's, I don't know, it's not difficult to learn an accent but it certainly is glaring when someone doesn't do a good job of it. That is true. And I think a lot of people can tell. Let's talk about Narcos and Pablo Escobar. And... Yeah. So we watched it backwards. We watched Mexico true. first, which is the second part. Mm -hmm. And we're now watching the, the first one, which is Narcos. First of all, I feel like before I met you, and you were one of these people once I met you too. But before I met you, almost everyone would ask me, have you seen Narcos? <laughs> And you're one of them. I, I remember you asking me. And now when I want to talk about it, every time I tell someone, they're like, oh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> it's like... It was a flash in the pan, I guess. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> well, I think that it certainly set up old Pedro Pascal, the main American DEA agent in the, the first Narcos. I think that his career was really launched from that. I'm sure he did stuff before that, but... I I think I was watching something where they were mentioning kind of other things he's done, but honestly, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> it's true. This that is was the first time I've ever seen him. That he was reminds the me of first my dad time for so me. Much. <laughs> and yeah, he is. He he's like a young Medrado. He could have played, uh, you know, a little, you know, the Hollywood version, of course. <laughs> but I don't know. There's just like something about him. It's just kind of like, uh, you don't quite know where he's at, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Texan. He is. He's always like bullshitting people to get what he was. I don't know. He's just like, there's something about him. That <laughs> yeah. And just, I like it. Yeah. I like that character too. That's a great character. In most, I guess, US oriented stories that take place in Latin America, it's usually the United States fucking over a bunch of locals and Ugh. even the officials and the local police and all of that. And it's really kind of sad to see it, but there's a lot of that here, but I think Agent Pena, who is played by uh, Pedro Pascal, 
think that character is pretty likable and enjoyable. Yeah, it's a really likable character. They haven't made the police, the American DEA agent character very likable at all. Yeah. Like all the other ones are really unlikable, except him. It's true. Yeah. And he plays his character like really, um, I don't know, he's just charismatic, I guess. So he he plays the character. It makes you like the character no matter what he does because he's done yeah. some stuff. <laughs> yeah, the, the character gets into some sticky situations. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Here we are talking about drug <laughs> wars. I love it. And it's fun. As a Mexican, I have to say that I love the Mexican one because the regional accents are represented so well. And not just that, but also how people treat each other depending on where you're from and who you, who's your family and what the color of your skin is and, you know, how much European... I don't know, blood do you have in you that, that you know, all that. It's yeah. it's represented so well. In many cases, it didn't even matter how much money, you know, one guy had because they were still treated terribly like yeah. they were lesser. <laughs> yeah. There's always this weird hierarchy that people fall into mm -hmm. and characters, of course. And I guess that's what makes the story interesting. And the craziest part about it is that it's mostly true. And they do pepper in a lot of the actual like footage and newspaper clippings from those eras and they do a pretty good job representing it and as far as the american perspective it's hard to to say what, what's going on there they probably omitted a few more details than they could but uh, oh, totally you know what are you gonna do either way it, it represents that situation pretty well and the craziest part about it is that it's still going on it's it hasn't ended and that's that was my main point that i wanted to make about narcos is that the the series itself and the characters who really know what they're talking about are always referencing how the war on drugs was lost a long time ago and and like i don't think a lot of americans really really think of it that way they're like oh the war on drugs we nipped that thing in the bud in the 90s and then there was never a problem with drugs again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It really is. a. How can that be, though? Like, people do say that, but I can't... I think... I can't even believe it. Well, like, there's just no way to believe that. Here's what I think. Number one, war is not sexy and those drug cartels went to all-out war for many, many years. And I think the public just got tired of seeing it and... When the public is across the border in the United States, you can detach and be like, oh, that sucks. But I don't want to see it. Close, yeah. close the book. If you live in those areas, that's not the case. No, <laughs> you you're... live with it. And that's that's pretty shitty and scary to think of. Still, I think that's what happened. It's just that the collective opinion just kind of got over it. We're like, oh, are we really talking about more deaths because of this? Just let the people do the drugs. We lost. To me, I, I almost see this other perspective, too, where at one point, both countries, both Colombia and Mexico, were trying to negotiate with the narcos to actually legitimize their businesses yeah, yeah. and make them actual businessmen. And the U.S. kind of didn't allow that. <laughs> and I understand that yeah. what they were, you know, bringing in was extremely toxic. But like, you know, like the business was there. That's the problem. Like, I just I understand. But. I also feel like everything that came after that was dismantled 
is just extreme poverty for those two countries and all the ones yeah. that were you know In living <laughs> because that was the economy of all of those yeah. countries yeah. well and i think the truth of the matter is that it still is and yeah and like here like to reference the previous episode like what's the what is it the the right thing right doing yeah, the, what's doing the, right the right thing, thing. to do there mm -hmm. take away the economy of the people or because what they're selling you know to the u.s is basically poison yeah it's uh it's a tough one especially when there seems to be a market for that yeah and i guess that's really the problem for the united states is that People in this country will always want drugs. I don't know if that will change if you legalize all of them, but I certainly think that the way we're doing it now isn't working and it's just fucking up a lot of people's lives over things that could probably be dealt with differently. Do I have all the answers? No. No, <laughs> but... <laughs> like we definitely don't have the answers, but... But I we... know what I've seen growing up is a total failure from Reagan on up. Just yeah. say no. I've seen Mexico just deteriorate. It can't, it can't. Well, and I don't want to talk smack on a country I'm not from, but I do know that Mexico has a lot of places that are not safe to travel, according mm -hmm. to a lot of places. And, you know, that's shitty. That's really shitty because Mexico is a beautiful country. It is a gem. Beautiful yeah. people for the most part. And they've just lived under the reign of narco-terrorism for decades now that I don't think it's going to be as easy to change as the U.S. ever expects. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's a bigger monster than people realize. Like it's it's a complete economy, and it seems like government's also involved in it. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. Ooh, it's always it's a, involved. It's another thing that you just don't know where you stand and what's going to happen. But it, tragedies happen, and. Yeah, Narcos is a it's a fun way to look at the story, kind of like how the business was built and, and the glory days of it. And the characters involved who, mm -hmm. who maybe they're glorifying the characters of a course. bit, but still they're all assholes. <laughs> they're better characters than the people trying to catch them. And yeah. you know, they do terrible things and mm -hmm. are seriously evil people in pretty much all cases. But you know, they're just doing what they know and the, they're taking the opportunities that are given to them. Like the only opportunity, yeah. I guess, in that case. So. And then they just get greedy. That's yeah. that's the big problem. Mm -hmm. If they could just live with like a pretty wealthy lifestyle without having to be a fucking billionaire. Yeah. And then another thing is like, well, we saw it a lot in the Mexico one. I didn't see it that much because there wasn't like a lot of disrespecting Pablo Escobar. It was yeah. like, <laughs> you you're die. in or out. <laughs> in the Mexico one, I felt like there was a lot of, oh, you disrespected me by like one little word or something like yeah. that. And that's very like, Mexicans True. were kind of <laughs> like that, right? <laughs> yeah. We're kind of like that. We get offended. So that's just, yeah, That I guess that's maybe more in the culture. And that created a lot of like, just killing amongst themselves does that make sense like it's well just yeah like... this the cartel wars this you mm -hmm. know sinaloan cartel is internationally famous for its yeah. barbaric technique and now it's different obviously i don't even now i have to like get myself acquainted with that type of what's going on now because it's more of a military situation yeah there's a whole paramilitary vibe because they have enough money mm -hmm. to have a better army than the countries in which they reside and they have all this technology 
and it's become a diversification game clean the money in every every way and now i can't remember if, if you watched this video with me or not i think it was a vice video but we were watching some uh, a vice video that i watched recently explained that they the cartels are making more off of mining they've gone and invested their drug money into oh. mines and they're just mining mexico and wherever else raping the country of the precious minerals and making a ton of money doing it if you have those techniques to begin with you're going to approach any other business with those techniques and then therefore the mining business becomes it's just like a, a mafia thing it's controlled by this violent entity that pushes everyone out and yeah there's war over territory and i don't know it seems like it's, it's a, a slippery ass slope it's <laughs> unreal crazy. to me that mexico has turned into that also, I shouldn't be so surprised because when I was little, it, it was already happening in the southern border in Chiapas. Yeah. So now it's all over mm -hmm. for everything. And yeah, I, I had no idea. Yeah, I don't think I watched that video with you. What are they like mining for gold? and? You name it, gold, copper, lithium. Mexico is rich, just like the United States of America. Yeah. The, the West is pretty much similar terrain. So yeah, all bets are off. So not to end on a... <laughs> no it's a sobering note but that's the world we live in i mean it is true it's a true reality and this this show narcos it does glamorize it a bit it's entertainment at the end of the day and i don't think that it's harmful personally i think that if, as long as you really recognize it for what it is yeah and treat it responsibly just like any other content then you're fine and don't binge it i i honestly think it's it's too violent <laughs> especially mexico. yeah mexico was so violent yeah colombian is very sensual especially the first <laughs> season right it was yeah. super sexy <laughs> and in pop culture i went down the i told you i went down the megan and harry mm. rabbit hole god i did not watch the netflix documentary okay <laughs> 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 yet was there or? no 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 i don't think i can do it it's it's probably too long it, if it's more than one one word about the situation it's <laughs> too long i don't really i didn't know the situation i guess at the beginning it seemed as though the royal family was racist towards her okay and so they decided to leave because she she couldn't take the treatment and not just that but also like the tabloids the press was also just treating her badly she just could Aww. didn't want to take it anymore yeah and so they decided to you know renounce their positions in the crown or whatever and come to america so uh, okay i guess i you've gotten me intrigued i'll be honest i <laughs> care so little about the royal family that if it's ever on tv or there's something about it in my purview i will change it I don't want to see it. I don't care. But um, I guess the part the part that she's American is slightly intriguing. The fact that she is also biracial. biracial. So that's interesting as well. But I don't I don't think the royal family beyond that has any amount of interest. <laughs> they they went to Canada, right? No, no, they came here. Oh, they came. Oh, here. it's just because you watched you watched an episode of an South episode Park. of South Park, and there they had an episode about the prince and princess of Canada, <laughs> but that's not them, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Yeah, but I thought they did move to Canada, or were they? They talking? were from Canada, and they moved to Colorado. Uh -huh. Oh, in the South Park episode, yeah, in still. the South Park, yeah. Well, either way, they moved out of England and became 
our problem? Who pays for their security and all that shit? Uh, uh, well, they were they got deals to make the documentary. I think that's where this is coming from, is that they wanted to move and wanted privacy, but in order to have privacy, they probably had to create a lot of content. <laughs> and I think <laughs> that is... The catch-22. I know, and I think that is what's turned the public against them. Uh-huh. 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 Now, you, when you when you ask me about the money, now that makes sense to me. <laughs> so I guess the moral of the story is if you're rich enough, you can relocate anywhere and make a spectacle and demand privacy at the same time. I wonder if this is just a ploy from the whole royal family to get themselves in the tabloids in America. <laughs> so here's a random ass question that you probably don't know the answer to, but do you think they're broke? The royal family? Yeah, like the whole ass royal family. Yeah, I do. Because mm. that would explain a lot of it. And they're just kind of leaning on the children to be the revenue producers. Well, yeah. And if Meghan and Harry, they don't need to necessarily, you know, do anything where the older brother is the one that's the one that's going to be king eventually. So maybe they can take like one for the team and create all this stuff and it's bringing in money for the crown could it be i mean i don't know maybe that that seems the most likely i mean you'd probably just have to follow the real money maybe all of this isn't there a netflix story just about the royal family yeah that's kind of involving the royal family as consultants and stuff like that i, w I wonder if that brings in some sort of money. i'm sure it does they don't do that shit for free yeah they didn't get to be a royal family by doing that shit for free they're kind of prisoners by yeah. the same token, in that, yeah, they may seem to have all this wealth, but I think when it comes down to it, they don't have a lot of cash on hand. They couldn't just go buy a yacht and sail into the sunset. They're accountable for one, and yeah. then two, I just don't think they have that kind of liquidity behind them. Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe that was the reason why they decided to separate, so they could have actual cash at one point yeah it's uh it's, it's bizarre it seems yeah. like it could all just be reversed at the drop of a hat if he decided oh by the way i want to come back and be a royal boy again yeah <laughs> okay come on in he's like son. literally the son of the king so you know what are they gonna do <laughs> yeah maybe maybe he'd say no i don't know <laughs> i don't know probably not so is there any other interesting tidbits you gleaned about the royal family worth mentioning no <laughs> next topic <laughs> next topic oh yeah there is one super interesting tidbit that i showed you yesterday and that is that they have the cutest little beagle <laughs> that is the most important fact out yeah. of all of this they have a little white faced beagle that looks very similar to our boy max yes it's a girl girl yeah. beagle i don't know her name but that makes me that at least gives me like one sympathy point towards them yeah I'll concede that one beagle sympathy point. Mm -hmm. The rest, you get eye rolls. Yeah. Megan is a Leo. I did see that. Okay, there's one which more. Which scares me a little bit. <laughs> uh, and I didn't check on what Prince Harry was, but it, that's pretty much it. Nice. I think they have kids too. Ew. Yeah. Well. Interesting, right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see how wanting privacy, but still wanting to have money... You know, it well, turns into having to monetize your lifestyle, and which doesn't bring privacy. I guess that's the point of the South Park episode, mm -hmm. which was pretty recent. I think it was, what, like 
just two new episodes ago. Two new, yeah, it's the second one of this last season. Yeah, so and it's on HBO. And it was just basically lampooning those two, saying that they were flying all over the world, screaming and megaphone, saying that they want their privacy, and they ultimately come in contact with Kyle in South Park, and they have problems because they keep shouting that they want their privacy and i get the message it, it, <laughs> i don't know the, they kind of belabored the point a little bit but a little bit yeah maybe you know i think that the problem is that none of us cared until it was shoved in our face and then you're like wait what's going on <laughs> i guess all that's right? true yeah cuz i was all for her i was like yeah as a woman of color and yes, I'm so glad that, you know, they accepted somebody of color there and blah, blah, blah. But I had no idea what was going on. And then I just went down this rabbit hole. There's like her white side of the family basically is like really against her. They hate her. Oh, my God. And she doesn't talk to them. She talks to her mom's side of the family. And I don't know. I, there's just like a lot of gossip, a lot of like hating on one person mm -hmm. which i know that people are quick to jump on that but then then we get the whole like look at britney how they treated her yeah 20 years ago or whatever you know like we're gonna look back and say the same thing look at how we treated megan you know yeah and i don't know if it'll be exactly one for one with britney but no well i'm just saying but still i yeah. I, I think you are correct that society people uh certainly the media is quick to villainize a woman and sadly still a woman of color mm -hmm. that's easy for them to glom onto and kind of make those decisions based on those factors rather than maybe what kind of person she is i don't know i have no idea really you know another thing that i've noticed a lot that people kind of joke which is a little dangerous i think is that people say, yeah, she's a woman of color, allegedly. Like, okay, well, who are you? Like, just because she's beautiful doesn't take away her possible struggles back in the day. You know, like... Yeah, well, and <laughs> it's easy to see yeah. a royal person. Like, that's what she is. She mm -hmm. married the royal person, so she is one. And, you know, that's... Uh, a lot of privilege comes with that, with kind of the whole contradictory side that we mentioned before of being a prisoner yeah but she's kind of leaned into it and benefited from it i'm i'm not up on her social media by any means but i'm sure she's got plenty of followers well see that all of that is valid but i guess i don't see where the connection of her allegedly being or like taking well, no, away her race no, doesn't that, make any sense that's to just me stupid I, I don't know why that would even be a thing <laughs> it's, but it's because i've seen it so much like almost all the videos that I've watched that kind of break down what's going on, people that are doing the commentary are kind of like allegedly. And I get it. If it's a girl who's darker than her, I can understand how they might seem. But I, I still don't think it's fair. I don't think it's a fair thing to do. I don't think you should try and take away a person's race just yeah. because they're good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Right? It's so crazy. I don't know. I'm inclined to just kind of look at things and... But anyway, I'm going back to the same thing on White South Park. I think threw that in there is that none of us cared. And then look at me and look at us. Now we're doing a whole episode about this and you don't even care. I don't care. And I'm so involved now. I'm involved. <laughs> it's, it's true. I, I guess all we want at the end of the day is a good story. And <laughs> yeah, it's a good story. The last good story to come out of the Royals is Princess Di. Yeah. That's 
30 years ago, right? Yeah. 25 or so. What was that? 97. So since then, I guess they've kept a low profile and that's probably for the best. They didn't. Well, <laughs> scratch that. I believe there was one of them that was involved with an Epps situation. Which, oh, was it? Which the... one was that? Prince. Uh, yeah. Prince Douchey the third. I don't recall his name, but I think he was involved with that. So that was kind of a that was kind of swept under the rug. Yeah, they survived that relatively well, I think. Mm -hmm. Go figure. But and I think the kids, when they were like younger in their twenties or whatever, the two princes, Mm -hmm. um, they had their controversies and they've done (sighs) stuff. No, they didn't. He like decided he wanted to go to the air force, and that was a controversy, wasn't it? It Like, I think they had like some partying situations. Oh well, yeah, I think big deal yeah maybe they were just normal people you know i mean mm-hmm. they're so modest and proper so they were taught well i guess <laughs> i and guess it, we were not <laughs> we weren't okay. we ha- we are tabloid people <laughs> so that was uh a rabbit hole i fell down to there's another one i don't know if you want to know about it i could tell you quickly if you want so you're up to date on that on the royals no there's another pop culture yeah drama give it to me do you know who Selena Gomez is? Um, yeah, I think so. She was in uh, High School Musical 1, 2, and 3. No, that's Vanessa Hudgens. No. Yes, baby. Oh, I always get them <laughs> confused. Oh, my God. What was Selena Gomez in? Wizards of whatever. I never saw that. Yeah, I, I, we're, too, we're too old for those. But she was a Disney person. Yes. Was she, she was the one involved with Justin Bieber. Yes, and okay. that's where we're going. All right. Have you heard anything about this? Yes. Do you know what's going on? Do, I think. Do you know who Haley Bieber is? Yeah, that's his wife, and mm-hmm. isn't she the daughter of someone famous, like uh, a Baldwin or a someone? Baldwin? Yes, I don't know which one. I don't I, care. I think it's Alec. <laughs> no, it's not. It's, it's not like Steve Baldwin. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just a guess there. One of them. Either way, I I recall that she was a Baldwin, and mm-hmm. she married Justin Bieber, and he used to date Selena Gomez, and once they broke up, him and Selena. This Haley person came in and basically copped her style and stole all of her shit. Right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you do know more than <laughs> than what you want to know. It's been yeah. all in the background. It's been in the background. Yes, I I fell down that rabbit hole too. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I really need to start making pop culture videos or something. Those are or something because I or a pop culture podcast or something. <laughs> The older millennial person yeah. reviews pop culture. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what happened basically. But what the drama that got stirred up basically was that Jack is not interested in it at all. He's heard all about it. Um, but basically, I don't know. There was like some diss towards Selena from Hailey Bieber on media or like an apparent diss and it just stirred up a whole lot of drama. Well, I think, again, it comes down to entitled rich people and uh, their kind of stupid actions. <laughs> it's like that's that's the American royalty is the celebrity class. Yeah. Because they get to do whatever the hell they want and they also don't suffer the consequences. Yeah. That's why I think that this Meghan and Harry thing must be some sort of ploy because how can it not? <laughs> It seems like it's highly probable that it's it's some sort of ploy. Sad. Sad. So uh, while Jack is licking his butt over there, we will 
wrap up with a little discussion on some music that I recently released under my own name, Tanner Knight. It's an album called Encounters. And Gabby, what would you say about the album Encounters? Just like a perfect thing to listen to. I know how to say <laughs> When getting I... intimate with your partner. Stop. <laughs> well, let's let's call it what it is. It's, okay. It's an album Gosh. that is meant to bring people together. <laughs> and This is so messed up. <laughs> No, it's nothing lewd or anything. No, it's it's, it's music inspired by sensual moments, we'll say. Yes, let's say that. <laughs> and, you know, there's there's nothing, there's no lyrics to worry about. There's nothing explicit. It's just... There's some oohs and ahs. <laughs> well, there's there's some sounds of all different varieties of acoustic and synthesized and electric. So it's really the kind of music that I've gravitated towards lately just because of the kind of instruments that I have at my disposal. It's like I've got this keyboard, this Roland synthesizer that's opened up a lot of possibilities for different types of music. And I try to utilize that as much as possible. But I also love the sound of an electric guitar and the human voice. So it's it's like I think all three of those can coexist and more in one musical canvas. So these songs may be inspired by sensual moments, but they don't have to be listened in that context. You can just go ahead and put it on and leave it in the background or do yoga to it or clean your house or whatever. Yeah. You can do anything. You can garden to it, especially yeah. if you're rooting something. Hey, play it for your baby plants. Yeah. They'll love it. Exactly. So I, I know this may sound like a shameless plug to go listen to my music but <laughs> it is it is I, it literally is like honestly i'm proud of this album yeah and i sure. think that uh gabby and i worked on it together she was a very ever-present creative force when determining the direction of things and sounds and names and so we created it together and wanted to share it together as well and i hope that you can listen to it and at least enjoy music for music's sake if nothing else and Take a second out of your day to focus on something 100%. Or even if it's in the background, that's fine too. Yeah, it, that's the beauty of it. It has just, just the same effect no matter what. But of course, I like when people pay attention and listen to the notes that I put down. And you know, if you have anything to say about that, then please feel free to chime in and offer your own interpretation. Uh, all of that music is available on Spotify, Apple Music youtube anywhere you can find streaming music it's been wonderful to have that music in the background i think it's great we'll link his music down in our show notes so you can go check it out and for our very last thing one quick mention we did take our little guy jack to the vet today which if you do know jack then you probably know that the vet is his least favorite place if you don't know him take Just my know word that. for it <laughs> <laughs> it's true he hates the vet and uh we bought a special muzzle for him specifically for that and uh we have a specific muscle relaxer that he takes yeah just for those moments and uh he was still pretty aware two hours after taking the muscle relaxer it's amazing it like because once it kicks in it kicks in but he fights it he so fights. hard He's like, I'm going to stay a <laughs> He <laughs> growls. He whines. He 
howls. <laughs> He's like upset at us right now because he knows we're talking about him. But he uh, he did okay today at the vet. He actually did the best that he's ever done. He did. Maybe it's a combination of all of the muscle relax and muscle relaxers and our presence and whatever. But he calmed down towards the end and let her poke his butt with a bunch of syringes for his shots. Without <laughs> even saying anything. Yeah. Like all his howling and drama was when they were trying to listen to his heart. <laughs> yeah. Just, just something simple like that. Yeah. He's like, whatever. It was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he got, he calmed down, got his wits about him, and yeah. he stayed cool through the hardest part. So that's our message that we'll leave you on is hopefully you can do the same if you encounter any pressure or needles in the world. Yeah. Just stay strong like Jackie did and it'll be over soon and you'll be stronger for it. Yeah, I think what really helped him is to keep the his eye on the prize because I was holding up a treat, treat. You, and you were hugging him so he was supported yeah. by love and while the terrible situation that was happening he was pretty focused and yeah and that's what helped him through <laughs> so take inspiration from old Jackie <laughs> good old Jackie boy so thank you once again for listening we hope you folks liked this kind of free form let's talk about the things going on in our lives type of episode if you have any comments or anything specific you'd like us to elaborate on more, please leave that in the comments below and we will address it in the next episode. Yeah. And if you're listening on Spotify, Spotify has this thing where I we can ask you a question. So we're going to leave some question or a question there. Let's see. What should we ask? So you can reply something. What should we ask? Something about the Royals? Do you <laughs> do, like the Royals? Do you give a shit about the Royals? <laughs> do you like the Royals? Yeah. Should, uh, or Royals meaning... Megan and and what's his name Harry or let's just keep it broad the royal family just all of them including Megan including even, she's part of it and Harry yeah I, even though they decided to yeah, break yeah, away yeah, whatever they're still part of it <laughs> I don't even know what I would say <laughs> do I like them I'm a firm no you're no I'm a solid no so solid no well well don't I think I'm gonna right put now. I'm gonna put Yes, no, and I don't care, or like, ugh. Uh, that's what I'm gonna, that's gonna be a third one, like, ugh. Maybe that's me too. <laughs> like, yeah, that's ugh. how I like them before all of this. I think that's my problem. I like them before I knew anything about them. Yes. That's, I loved just seeing like paparazzi pictures of what they're wearing, and that's it. That's yeah. all I loved. <laughs> Why well, did they have to change it? <laughs> Why? Why? All right, folks. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.